John, joined by my co-host, Chris. Hey, I'm doing good, man. Glad to be back on. And we got a special guest here. It's actually my mother. Um, say hello. Hello. Um, we have a special kind of episode for you guys today. Um, we're going to be discussing the Baltimore Colts, or I guess the Baltimore Ravens now, and Cleveland uh, Browns rivalry a little bit. Um, Chris, you and me are a little bit too young to understand the effect of that this had on basically the city of Baltimore. Yes, um, but yes we shed some light on the situation. She was around six years old probably when it happened. And uh, has an interesting story about when she was in Florida. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have her start with the uh, story. So, Mom, do you want to tell us a little bit about what happened with that? Sure. We were in Disney World, our first visit, in 97. And I had a Vinnie Testaverde jersey on. And this man came up to me and tapped me really hard on the shoulder and said, I do not believe that you have the nerve to wear that. And I said to him, oh, you must be from Cleveland. And he said, yes, and you stole our team. And I said, well, at least you knew your team was leaving. <laughs> because as everybody knows, the Baltimore Colts, we couldn't say the C-O-L-T-S word in my house, <laughs> left in the middle of the night, just packed up. And when Colts fans did not find out till the next morning when there was a big thing in the paper that said they just left. Robert Airsay talked to took the team, and left. That's why, to this day, I never wanted him to win another Super Bowl. Unfortunately, the Indianapolis Colts did. But that's neither here nor there. And as a true Baltimorean, as a person who was born in Baltimore, I don't say that word very often. Well, that's, And you growing up in Baltimore and everything like that, and you raised me kind of on Baltimore sports, how did you feel when the rate when Baltimore football came back to Baltimore with the Ravens. How how did you feel about that? I was excited. I was glad. Because first of all, <coughs> I don't root for it. I mean I like the Ravens. My yeah. team is the Dallas Cowboys, which I'm gonna say, even though <laughs> raised in Washington, because all of my life I was told that that was my team. Well it wasn't my team because I lived in Maryland, not D C. Yeah. So but I've been a Cowboys fan since the seventies, so that's it. But I was glad. I think my, my father, who was a big Baltimore fan, of and who grew up, grew up in Baltimore and the, Ravens, and, yeah. and the Ravens, you know, I told my son, who at one time rooted for the Yankees, that from the womb in Baltimore, you're told to hate the Yankees. So there you go. Just like we're told to hate the Ravens fans, are told to hate Pittsburgh, so the yeah. Steelers. So there you go. And like I said, Chris, I know you and me were were young to to do that. But I know growing up, I was a I was a Cowboys fan by default because my mother was a Dallas fan because there wasn't football there wasn't football in Baltimore until I want to say what ninety four ninety four ninety six around around that time yeah around that time yeah around that time yeah. I know you you're a, you're a you're a Redskins fan. I know you've probably been a Redskins fan since you were since you were a kid. Oh, oh yeah, family grew up you know cheering for the Skins. You know, my mom, my uncle, cousins, and everything. You know, grew up, you know we did have some, we did have some a few Dallas fans in the family, but I grew up mostly you know around the Redskins stuff. <clears throat> do Do you think that? And mom should light on this answer or this question as well. Do you think that the Ravens, Colts, or Ravens, Cleveland? I would say rivalry is a little bit stronger than the the Ravens Pittsburgh. 
or do you think it's grown into a bigger thing than it was? Chris, what do you think? That's hard. To, I mean, that's that's like I said, Pittsburgh and Ravens. Anytime those two go at it, I mean, that's like a big time robbery. Those two always the games are always go like down to the wire. So it's it's hard to say. I mean, that's like fifty fifty, as far as I'm concerned. Fifty fifty. Yeah. See, I think a lot of the modern day football fans, I think that they're kind of hearing the stories growing up about mm-hmm. the, you know Ravens went to Indy and Cleveland came to Baltimore and then rebirthed another team, and I think they're hearing it from you know, older relatives and things right. like that. I think right. the modern day football fans are kind of rebirthing that that rivalry. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a great rivalry. Of course, we're discussing this episode because this past weekend those two teams collided and mm-hmm. the Ravens came out on the shorter end of the stick. Um by an impressive showing of Baker Mayfield and, and that, that Cleveland team. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> um but it's it, like I said, it's it's an interesting rivalry. I personally think it has overtaken Ravens-Steelers um, just because I think, you know, yeah, yeah we're still not going to, you know, us Ravens fans, we're still not going to walk into Heinz Field or into Pittsburgh wearing Raven purple because, you know, it's, that's not a good thing. But, right, right, exactly. <laughs> just like there's some Dallas fans who ain't going to walk into, you know, FedEx Field wearing, you know, cowboy, you know, blue and silver. You know, my mother probably would do that walking in the FedEx field. But, um, you know, it's 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 surprising to see that's not as big as it used to be. the Dallas. And that's another rivalry I don't think is, is as big as it used to be. Uh, no, it's, it's not. Mm-mm. And because and you live in D.C., so you can kind of vouch for this. I think there are surprisingly there are a lot more Dallas fans in the district than a lot of people care to think. It is. I see a lot of Dallas fans in there. Probably even more so than Redskins fans. You give a lot of Cowboy fans there, which you'd be surprised by. But yeah, there's a lot of Dallas fans in the area. There's definitely a lot of Dallas fans. Um, I mean, we can definitely come back on the, the, on this topic, but that's a, that's the thing, you know, the Mayflower truck, from what I've been told, Mayflower trucks came in the middle of the night, moved Baltimore. Mm-hmm. The yeah, I was getting up on it, yep. Out of Baltimore, and, and everyone just woke up and was like, hey, yeah, your football team is gone. Um, it's it's a it's a sad thing to you know that owners feel that they just need to do that, especially without telling um, the fan base, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, but I was I was thinking I was, I was thinking about this though. Could you imagine, like let's say, like in 2019, like with all the you know social media and everything out there? Could you imagine something like that going down today? I just could I just couldn't I, imagine that. Well, somebody figured out something. Day, I don't think it would happen because of the social media. Exactly. Just, somebody would say something. They have pictures, video, or something that they would be posted. There's no way you could get away with something like that today. No, not today. Not today. I don't know. No. There, there's so much. There, there's Periscope. There's there's Twitter. There's Instagram. There's all these different Snapchat, YouTube. There's, there's so much stuff. Everybody's got a phone with a camera on it. Somebody would have leaked out some type of information. There's no way in 2019 you'd be able to get away with it. Oh, why are there trucks in, in front of... Uh, MNT Bank Stadium. Exactly. And people are getting this updated like three in the morning, like, hey, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The era that we live in now, there's no way you could get away with something like that. No way. Uh, discussing, talking about your team, um, the Redskins are 0 and 4. Yes. Um, from rumors that we had heard, Jay Gruden's job was on the line on Sunday. Mm hmm. Um, it is only two days after that. Are you still surprised that he is at the helm of that Redskins team? I'm still 
Very surprised. And then today on um, first take today, Stephen A. Smith talking about like he heard that you know that next week could be the day after um the Patriots game. So there's a lot of rumors and stuff going on around there about you know Gruden's um job security. But regardless, of whether they wait to the end of the season, they do it in season. He's done. He's pretty much you know out of there. I mean, he's, he's yeah. worn out his walk up a long, long time. The At one point, I thought we'd probably wait to the end of the season, but if they continue to lose like this, I would not be shocked if they got rid of him like during the season. It would not shock me. I, I will give it if y'all go zero and six. I see Gruden kind of, kind of, then then more, more then his job. I think if y'all go zero and five, his job's on the line. If he loses at six, yeah, because if he lose to the Dolphins, they have to play the Dolphins at six again. If they lose to the Dolphins, oh, he, he's he's done. That's a team you should, should beat. Anybody should beat them. <laughs> yeah, anybody should beat the Dolphins right now. Um, right. One of the surprising games, we had a lot of games, a lot of stuff happened um, in these past two weeks in scores. Um, first of all, the Monday night game did not thrill me at all. The final score of that was 12-10. to 10, uh, Sunday night game. Sunday night game, yeah. Cowboys. The Cowboys. Cowboys North, that, yeah. did not, that did not thrill me. That was, what, 12-10? to 10. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. What other scores did we have? We had New England, Buffalo almost topping New England. Um, that was that. I, I, I was cheering for Buffalo, honestly to say, as much as yeah, I, I mean, Buffalo, the Buffalo, they were one of those surprise teams this year. They they got a really good team with it, especially that defense. The defense is really good over there in Buffalo. Oh yeah, um, surprising to me. I, even though they didn't play, I think they had a bye week this week. Um, San Francisco is still undefeated. Yes, they are. Yes. <laughs> so um, we'll see how long, how much longer that lasts. Um, and in news coming out now, Vontez Burfett is suspended and banned for a year. Um, how do you, what do you, what is your opinion on that? I, th- I mean, I think it's it should have happened a few hits ago, You're but <laughs> um, do you see him playing again? He might, but I mean, like I said, he's got he's got a track record. Like I said, he's a very dirty player. I'm surprised they haven't gotten him to him sooner. So I think they're definitely sending a message to him. So maybe he'll learn from this, but I highly doubt it. I mean, I'd be very shocked if he played again. I mean, like I said, he's built up a track record over the years of being a dirty player with a lot of dirty hits. So I'm surprised they didn't get him sooner. Yeah, I think one of the interesting stats I think my mom looked up. He's he, how much in fines did he have? Throughout point five or five like five million dollars. Five million dollars something ah. in and just in hits and like PEDs and something. something like in in like a short span of years and I'm like, yeah okay, now it's 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 he's had one point five here, two point five here I think, but you know if to stop this is a game now where you got to realize you can't be hitting people, especially the hit he did this weekend. Mm-hmm. Like the, the helmet, the helmet stuff. You can't, yeah. you can't do yeah. that anymore. You can't do that. Yeah. And if if you watch the video clip, the guy was down on the ground. You know, he he was down getting ready to get up, and Burfett literally lowered himself and hit connected helmet to helmet. Um, you know, I I just I think it should have happened a few hits ago, maybe a band or or suspension, but mm-hmm. I think now you're kind of it's kind of too late to say, hey, hey, you're banned. I mean, he's not going to learn anything. I don't no. think. No, no, he's not. Um, so I know you probably watched a lot of football. What um, surprised you within this last 
two weeks of games we had, uh, who looked good to you? Um, what what games were you shocked by outcomes of? I mean, definitely a lot happened in week three and, and uh, four this week. It really has. Um, the Lions, I mean, they beat the Eagles, and they played the Chiefs very tough this week. I was a surprise with um, what's going on over there in Detroit with those guys. That's definitely a big surprise right there. Um, the 40, like I said, we talked about the 49ers, even though they've had a bye this week. They've been one of the surprise teams. The Bills have been one of the surprise teams so far. Um, um, wow. Yeah. That, um, the Packers defense. I mean, they got a really, I mean, even though they lost um, this past week, but that Packers defense has been a pleasant surprise this year, too. The first, like, two, three games, they were winning mainly because their defense won so much Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I mean... Um, I think we it was this weekend we saw um, Mitchell Trubisky get injured and go down. Um, yeah, his shoulder. Yeah. yeah, his shoulder. Um, and the guy for um, the Buffalo Bills. Oh, Buffalo Bills guy got injured? The quarterback, remember? They took him out. They oh, yeah. Um, what's his name? He got hit with a home with Josh hand. Allen or whatever? No, not. Yeah, Allen. Oh. Josh Allen. Allen. Was that hurt? Oh, wow. But, uh, yeah, man, I mean, it's, it's definitely – Definitely some surprising scores. Browns, Ravens, it was 40 to 25. Panthers, Texans, 16 10. Raiders, Colts, 31 24. Redskins, Giants. I mean, that that game should have. That kind of. I think that should have been a win for y'all, but. Mm-hmm. Um, who do y'all got week five? Let's see. The Patriots. Ooh. Okay, that, that's probably a loss. That's a um, loss. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, who y'all got? Let's see. Redskins play the Dolphins week six. Yeah, if they, if if y'all don't beat the Dolphins, I see Gruden. Gruden's gonna be gone. Oh, without, without question. If they, they can, if they can't at least beat them, <laughs> he's done. Yeah. Um. I mean, like I said, I thought he was done this Sunday, but. It, it doesn't look like he's going to be uh, he's going to be done. Um, it's definitely it's definitely y'all ain't going to beat the Patriots. I mean, the Patriots couldn't really beat the Bills either. They got they got away by the skin of their teeth on that. Yeah, one. they got they got lucky in that one. They really did. I mean, the the Bills are are looking looking fairly good. Um, Jacksonville. What's the, what's the guy's name? The quarterback over there. He's been doing really good. Oh, uh, Gardner is it Gardner Minshew? Minshew, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's, been, a pleasant, he's been a pleasant surprise so far this season. And uh, what we got? Antonio Brown is appealing and trying to get, from what I heard, sixty-one million dollars from the Raiders. Yeah, I heard, I heard, I heard that. I, I don't, I don't know how that's gonna go down. I, I, I really don't. It's not, it's not gonna go down well. I don't it's think not, it's not. On he's, his he's, end. No, people people are sick of him. I mean, he's like I said, I don't think he's gonna get anything back. He's not gonna get a penny back. I heard the mom joke. Don't worry about Antonio Brown being appealing. Yeah, <laughs> you said you, yeah, I know you said he wasn't even attractive. I heard the I heard the mom joke. Jonathan said, Kayla said, what is he, an orange? <laughs> um here's a, here's an interesting here's an Chris, Chris is chuckling. Here's an interesting uh, article that I just found. A Dolphins vendor arrested for allegedly charging $724 for two beers. What? 
I mean, if I'm a Dolphins fan, I'm going I'm to want that for free because I'm gonna get, I want to get drunk to forget that game. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to do a promotion, you should be giving away beers because that's the only way people are going to watch the Dolphins from now yeah, on. Yeah, so you come to the game, you get free beer. Get a free brew, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Denver loses Bradley Chubb with a torn ACL. He's out for the year. Oh, that's un- that's unfortunate. I mean, the injuries so far this year have been crazy, man. Some key- a lot of key injuries. Injuries have, injuries have been nuts this year. They have been. And it's still very early. cut from the Cardinals. I heard about that. That's crazy. I wonder who's going to pick him up. I mean, he was with the Redskins. He went to the Cardinals. I mean, it's a lot of these guys leaving and going to different teams, and it's just I don't. He could help I don't know. somebody. Somebody like Chiefs or somebody that needs somebody on that defense. I mean, he, he could help some teams. He definitely, he definitely could. Um, how do you feel about Jalen Ramsey? Do you think he's going to stay a Jaguar? I know he's. I, been- we were talking about it. I think he's going to stay there. I think he's ready to play. I would think so because he could definitely help them. Because like I said, they're playing a lot better, you know, than the people expected. Because once Nick Foles went down, people probably figured their season was over with. But he could be a very, you know, keep up to them, you know, for the rest of the season and keep helping them get into the playoffs and everything. If it, if, it, if it was me, I would stay. Um, I mean, is there anything else? Is there anything you want to discuss, or anything you saw that that um, kind of caught your attention in the past two weeks in news or anything like that? Are the Dolphins the worst team ever? Yes, they are. They are the worst team ever. <laughs> it says are the Dolphins the worst team ever. There are four teams. There are the other zero and four teams: the Broncos, Redskins, and Bengals have a combined minus of one hundred and twenty-eight point differential. The Dolphins alone have given up 137 points. So three other teams, three other 0-4 teams have given up 128 points. The Dolphins by themselves have given up 137. That's crazy. I mean, I've been watching football a long time, but I haven't. I can't imagine, you know, not seeing anything like that. That's, that's, that's just sad. That's just sad. I think that, I think this is what the most zero and four teams we've seen in a NFL season. It's definitely up there. It's definitely up there for sure. Because there's a lot of zero and four teams. There is. Like I said, it's the it's the most I, I remember seeing it. At least at least, at least in uh, recent memory. Was it Mason Rudolph who put up like a twenty? Went twenty four of twenty eight. It might have been. That was last night when they were playing um, Cincinnati. Yeah, Mason Rudolph did 24 for 28 and 229 yards, two touchdowns, and zero interceptions. Wow. I don't think I've ever seen Ben Roethlisberger only miss four passes. No. You haven't. So, I mean, it's, it's, I definitely think it's going to be – I think it's the youth of this kid. I definitely am – being being a Ravens fan, I definitely am impressed with him. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of just spitballing off the head here, man. I didn't prepare for 
today's show, like I said, oh, I've been doing. Yeah, um, another, another thing, um, Allen over in um, Carolina, he's been doing really well in place of Cam. You think Cam might end up, you know, losing his job, you think, once he gets healthy? I think Cam's already lost his job. I don't think Cam is there mentally anymore. And he's, plus, he's beat up. I mean, all the injuries and stuff just seem to be piling up on him. I mean, like, he's been taking a beat in the last few years. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it's it's definitely. It, I think it's the fact of the kind of player he is that he's taking a beating. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think that with all these teams, and and this, I'm going to reiterate this every episode as long as it's still out there. I think for every team that has lost a quarterback, the fact that you have Colin Kaepernick still sitting at home mm-hmm. with nothing to do is 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 astonishing to me. Yeah, I mean the guy can't even can at least get a workout or even a tryout. I mean that's 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 ridiculous. Regardless of what you think, all these superstars, he can't even get a workout. All this stuff, weed, mm. whatever, domestic, and you can't forgive this man for for something like that. The fact that he's a great quarterback sitting at home with nothing to do and is probably still in great football shape. He is, because I've seen him in a couple of um, workout videos. He was working out with um, OBJ um, earlier this year. I mean, he looked to be in, like, good shape. He was throwing the ball well and everything. And for him not to be able to get a, at least a look, at least bring him in, like, hey, let's see what this guy got. It's unbelievable to me. I mean, and that's the whole thing. I think if, if you gave him a look, if teams were giving him a look, I don't think you would have people still kind of going, hey, you know, this is wrong and this, that, and the other. I think you need to at least at least have teams give them a look and I think kind of make the fans happy. No one's saying you have to give them a look and put them on your team, yeah. but it shows the effort that you're sitting there going, you know what, Colin? You're a decent quarterback. We, want to, we need someone who can at least do something for our team. And for some of the teams, it's going to be a, maybe a you know six to eight week slot that he's going to fill. He's not going to fill for the entire season because – I don't think there's any of these quarterbacks that are actually out for the entire season. No, there's not. I mean, and also another thing with him, too. I'd like to hear him speak. I'd like to see where his, you know, mindset is, where, you know, what's he thinking about everything. I mean, we've seen him post some stuff, post some stuff on Twitter, post some stuff on his Instagram. He had the Nike commercial and everything last year. I really would like to hear from him, hear him speak. I think that would help his case a lot, too, because we don't hear from him. Everybody else is talking about him. We're talking about him. You know, they talk about him on ESPN, Fox, and everything. I'd like to hear from him himself. To see like what he's thinking, like where his mindset is after everything that's gone down with him, I think that would help his case a lot too. I think that's that's just me. But I mean, I think. Do you think that you don't? We don't hear him speak because he doesn't think he wants to be heard. I mean, that's a. I mean, that's no one out there was going to care what he says, regardless if he decides to talk or not. I mean, that's a possibility. Possibility, and he also might be afraid. Of, like you know, he might end up saying the wrong thing. People like controlling, you know, like he gets reaches out to one of these networks or something like that. You know, they might try to control the narrative, so to speak, with what he has to say. But I still think it would help his case. And I remember, um, I think Stephen A. said he talked to his girlfriend or something not that long ago because he was having some stuff to say about him, and she was saying he put out invitation for them to come on like first take. They could have the whole two hours to come on there and speak in the state their case. I wish he would take him up on that. Like I said, I would love to hear from him. I, I mean, we haven't really heard much from him since everything went down with him. What's, what's going on? What, three years now? I, I think it's, it's around three, three or four years. Well, three I mean, or four years now. We really have, we haven't heard him here and there, but we haven't heard, heard much from him. I think that would help his case a lot. I really think it would. 
Instead of having everybody else speak for him, let him speak for himself and see what he has to say. But I think, and I think that's the whole thing is, is he's he's going to be the he's that kind of guy where it's like he's not going to. I think he's going to reach out when he's ready, but mm-hmm. and like I, I think he realizes that no matter what I say, nothing is going to change. True, and I think he's that kind of guy. Is like if nothing's going to change, why waste my breath? Yeah, that's true. That's fair. I could definitely understand that. You know, him being you know, hesitant. Then you know, like I said, regardless what I say, people can still you know have their thoughts about me. You know, still might not want to give me an opportunity. But I still think it would help him if he said, said something. I think it would. Oh no, I, right. I agree. It'll help if he if he said something. But I just think he's. I he's think he's, he's going to be like, yeah, you know what? It, it's not going to change anything. I'm yeah. still going to be here. Mm-hmm. That's, here that's so. why. I think that's also why he's probably not going to take a lot of workouts with teams. Yeah, hmm. I know he went to a few in the. I believe he went to a few in the off season. But I think now he's. I think if if a team comes calling, he's gonna be like, "Oh, well, you only need me because, you know, these quarterbacks are out, this, that, and the other." Which I mean, I think, it, man, if, if you want to play, dude, take the chance and play. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Uh, it's just unfortunate, man. It's real. It's really unfortunate. It's it's definitely an unfortunate, unfortunate thing because, like I said, he's a he's a, a great. Great quarterback still sitting at home because he did something, you know, especially at that time that kind of needed not didn't need to be done. I don't want to say needed to be done because then people are going to be coming at me on Twitter. But the platform he could have done to do what he did, he advocated for could have been mm-hmm. a different platform and done mm-hmm. a different way. Mm-hmm. Him being an athlete, you know, he got he had Twitter to, to voice these, you know, what he was standing up for and things like that. I mean, I get. You know, people are going, well, you know, you play for the National Football League and you knelt during the National Anthem. Mm. You know, and, and I get, you know, and, and like I tell people all the time, I agree with what Colin did, I agreed why he did it, the injustices and things in this world. But I think the time you decided to do it may not have been the best. That's, that's, that's how I thought as well. I had no problem with the issue, the narrative, anything that he was trying to, you know, bring, you know, attention and everything to. But like I said, the timing... And everything. That's that's how I always felt about it. Like yeah, I said, like, like I said you know, yeah. yeah, you're you're a professional athlete. You have a lot more outlets, like Twitter and social media, and you know there are so many sports podcasts and so many sports shows. Like you got Mike and Mike in the morning. You got Skip and Shannon. You got you know um, Stephen A. You got you know all these, what, NFL, Good Morning Football or something like that. I mean, mm-hmm. you got all these different the, these different NFL and football-related, you know, outlets like, you know, the, the shows and things like that. You could have come out and spoke about these injustices and maybe gotten a little bit of heat, maybe gotten things like that. But, you you know, you played for the National Football League and you knelt during the National Anthem. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's where people kind of was like, oh, you know, this, this, and this. And I'm like, you know, it's been three years. I mean, y'all got to kind of understand where he was coming from, mm-hmm. you know, about it and understand. But, I mean, and that's, and that's the whole thing. It's hard for a lot of people to understand, especially people who aren't of that race to understand, you know, right. understand, you know we, we don't understand the injustices and things like that. But mm-hmm. we understand why he did what he did because you know oh, there, yeah, there are a lot of justices in this world that ain't that aren't getting talked about or aren't getting you know mm-hmm. covered and things like that. So I understand where he did and, and things mm-hmm. like that. It's and like coming it, from it, everything. It's a shame yeah. that he's 
it's a shame that he's a good quarterback sitting at home on the couch. That that's 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 my opinion. Yeah, the guy that was uh, in the Super Bowl, we went to the Super Bowl and everything. It's crazy. Yeah, it, and I mean that's the whole thing. He's a Super Bowl quality quarterback. He he can get a team to the Super Bowl. I think with the right weapons, I think he can get a team to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Even though his play was declined a little bit, like toward the end there, but he's still better than a lot of the guys that are playing and backing up in this league right now. He could he could he could start for a majority of teams in this league. Yeah, and I mean, and I mean, we we we're we're you know we're podcast guys, we're sports guys. You know, no no disrespect to the guys who got to step up into those shoes and replace some of these starters who have been starting for five or six years. Mm-hmm. But there are some guys where you sit there and you look at them getting ready to take the field and you're like, oh dear lord. Like really, like I said. <laughs> Why? Why is he in the league? Why is he getting an opportunity to play quarterback? Like, like what? What is this? Like Lamar Jackson, my mother said. Like Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Lamar's true test should have been Kansas City, and I, I don't think it. I don't think he played. I mean, he played good. I don't think he played. He didn't play good bad, before. no. Mm-mm. Yeah, I, I mean, that decade. He's, he, I don't still, think, he's, he's still a work in progress. There's potential there, but he's still a work in progress. Yeah, I think he. I think now it's now it's it's a it's a third step part for him getting the quarterback. He's got the he was the running quarterback first. Now he's the passing guy. Now he needs to get a, I think a little bit better at reading defenses and things like that. Know when guys are blitzing and things like. Because I mean, Kansas City brought the heat. Yeah, they they brought the heat. Oh, they definitely. Did. And Cleveland and Cleveland, you know that that game was just. Good lord! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not, not good at all. No, no. Our our defense was not playing like we've been the number, top, you know, top five ranked defense in the past four years. You know, so so it. I, I was a little bit, you know, a buddy of mine on Facebook was like, really, of all the games to like, kind of really get destroyed, you do you do it against the Browns. Like, <laughs> out of all the teams you could have gotten really, really killed by, and the Browns you get really, really beat by. Right. The Niners beating the Steelers. We had in you know, a week three, Ravens and Chiefs, Buffalo, Patriots and the Jets. We kind of figured would be a blowout. Not a lot of high-scoring games really in week three. No, it wasn't. Not, a, not a lot. Of, not a lot of surprising blowouts. Redskins, Bears, thirty-one to fifteen. I mean, that's a little bit. Steelers, Bengals, Mason Rudolph putting a hurting on the Bengals, twenty-seven to three. Um, the Rams are no longer undefeated. Oh wow! I forgot who, who, who they who they lose to. They lost to I believe they were I believe they were undefeated, but I believe they lost to is that their only loss this year? Um, yeah, that was their only loss. They lost to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Yeah, they lost Tampa. Lost to Tampa Bay, fifty-five to forty. Wow. And that happened this week. Dallas and the Saints. Talking like a high school game, one hundred and seven to ninety. One hundred and seven. Oh yeah, the high school game, one hundred and seven to ninety. Yeah. Kid rushed for like. 
ten something like seven seven hundred yards. Seven hundred and fifty yards or something like that. Oh, man. I saw that. Yeah, that that's, that's crazy. Who's that? Where was that at? Where was that at? Who's this? Oh, I don't. But it was on Facebook. Yeah, I remember it was on Facebook, man. And yeah, I like, saw it on Facebook too. Yeah, it was a high school, and they showed the kid like afterwards, and he just looked like beat down. That's who he <laughs> and I'm like, man, you don't need to see pros. I'm sure that kid was just like, I'm done. I want to go. That's it. <laughs> I don't want to see another football again. That's it. <laughs> oh, we're going to start you next week. No, coach. I want to sleep. That's right. Give me some water, some Gatorade. <laughs> exactly. Meadville. Meadville, Pennsylvania. Oh, that's where we were with, uh, that's where my cousin lived. Oh. Insane high school football game ends in 107 to 90 win. I know we're covering the NFL, but that's something still to... Yeah, that's that's, that's still something something definitely worth talking about. That's crazy. That's unbelievable. Pennsylvania (laughs) High School, Meadville beat the boys 107-90 Friday night in a game that had eighteen over 1,800 yards total offense and 28 touchdowns. Mm, mm, mm. Crazy. Bernie Brown finished the game with 722 rushes on 30 carries. That's 24 yards a carry and 10 touchdowns. Brown broke the state single-game rush record but fell just short of the all-time national rushing record of 754 yards. So this kid did all that rushing, didn't even break the rushing record in a single game. That's crazy. Wow. Wow. Young man, you are, going for, you are NFL bound. Keep it up. <laughs> well, Most definitely. <laughs> stick stick to it. <laughs> the college is going to be coming, and you're definitely NFL bound, my friend. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. So, oh, um, how, how's your um, fantasy team doing? Uh, my fantasy team is doing okay. <laughs> I want to say I believe with this week I have lost my first game. Um, it's it wasn't I don't, it wasn't fun. I don't like to lose in fantasy football, but you can't win you can't win them all. Yeah, you can't win them all. I mean, I'm one in three at the moment. I'm in the little league with um Jay, and actually the first two weeks we went head to head. So because he's got like two teams in the league because he runs league, so he I beat him the first week and he beat me the second week, and I've lost the last couple weeks. So I'm one in three. So got to get it together. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm Three and one. Uh, let's see my matchup last week. Yeah, I lost. I lost my matchup this week. I, proje- I lost one hundred five to sixty nine. I'm projected to win this week. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah, it, 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 I tried. Do- I tried doing my best, man. <laughs> hey, hey, that, that, that's, that's all you can do. <laughs> do your that's best. definitely all you can do. Sometimes. Exactly. You know, you just hope. You just hope for the best. Cross your fingers and just hope for the best. <laughs> Who do I guess starting? I'm playing the guy who's got Pat Mahomes this week. Oh, I, I got Pat Mahomes. He's my starter. I had Case Keenum, who didn't do nothing, and then Tom Brady, who was on my bench with six points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I picked up Tom Brady. No, nobody picked up Brady, which was, like, crazy. I'm like, wow. Like, I had Drew Brees, so I had to drop him. So I just dropped him. I think, I think they all know that something's happening. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think week, yeah, week three I won. The uh, the three and out squad won one hundred three to eighty five. So 
Oh, there you go. Um, it's, it's definitely going to be, I'm projected to lose this week, so I might have to change my team around, but. Yeah, switch it around, switch up the lineup a little bit. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You said you're one in three? Yeah, yeah, I'm one in three in the league. I'm in with, um, with, with Jay. So, I think we're, we're getting close to that, that time, um, so let's, let you want to go over, uh. Week five, I think, what schemes we got going on, and maybe some predictions. Yeah, yeah, I got actually got the games here now. I mean, we got Thursday night game this week. We got the Rams in Seattle. That should be a good. That should be a good game. Who's gonna win that one? Um. So we, what do we got? We got Rams. Rams Seattle. That's the Thursday game. Yeah, Rams Seattle. Um, I think I see St. Louis or not my. I guess they're L.A. Rams. L.A. Rams, yeah. I'm going to go with them, too. <clears throat> Chicago and Oakland, um, that defense, I don't think, can keep them in the game. For Yeah, that Bears defense is, is no joke. Um, three and one Buffalo versus two and two Titans. Um, I think Buffalo is going to come back hungry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. They feel like they should have won last week. They're gonna be, you know, ready for that one. And then we got Tampa Bay at New Orleans. Um, Tampa Bay. I mean, I think I'm thinking I'm gonna go with Tampa Bay on that one. People, really? Probably, what? Really? Um, yeah. I think Drew's still out. Yeah. Drew's still out. Um, yeah. The Cardinals and the Bengals. Both zero and three. Both zero and over over teams. So it's a toss up. Gonna <laughs> so somebody's got to win. Unless it ends in a tie. Um, I mean, we have had one tie so far. We have. We had the first game Arizona and um Detroit with the first tie week one. Um, uh, I mean, I want to go. I think I think Kyler is going to pull it out. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I think he's going to pull it out. Okay. Um, uh, we got the Falcons versus the Texans. Um. Falcons have been struggling this year. They haven't been that strong, it seems. Yeah, because I think Matty Ice has turned into Matty the Puddle. I don't think he, Matt Ryan's is as clutch as he used to be anymore. No, he's not Matty yeah. Ice anymore. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't think so. I, I think I see the Texans pulling that one out. Um, we got Byron Minshew or Gardner Minshew, whatever Gardner. That's why I said Byron Gardner Minshew with the Jaguars going against. A, I want to still say I think they're going to be uh, Newtonless uh, Carolina Panthers. Yeah, as far as I know, that, that's going to be interesting because he's been two because um um two quarterbacks have come in for injured guys. It's going to be interesting to see who that one pulls out. I think I think Minshew's going to pull it out. I think I think yeah. he's, going to, he's going to come up with a win on that one. Uh, mm-hmm. The Jets and the Eagles. I see Philly doing it. Yeah, go Philly on that one. Uh, Yo, boys. The Washington Redskins against the New England Patriots. Bye, Redskins. You're going to be 0-4. They already 0-4. 0-5. Michael, I'm CIS. You don't see them beating the Patriots? <laughs> I'd love them to, but I hate them. Oh, that's funny. You're laughing at Chris's team. I don't care. <laughs> I like that most. Ravens Steelers. So they Ravens got another kind of. Racial slurs or something. 
a uh, a head-to-head uh, rivalry game there. So I kind of th- I think that defense can hold Mason Rudolph. I, I think I don't think they're going to do a lot. Um, Min- Minnesota and the Giants. Who do you got in the Minnesota Giants? I'm going I'm I'm to go with Giants on that one. The Daniel Jones you know, he's played well the past couple of weeks. I mean, I think I'm going to stick with them, keep the momentum going. Um, Denver and San Diego. That should be a good one. Um, I'm going to go with the Chargers on that one. Phillip Rivers. I definitely got to go Phillip. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, we got Green Bay at Dallas. That's gonna be interesting. That's gonna be another tough, another test for Dallas. Cause like I said, they get that they get that good defense over there. So, I mean, and isn't Dak in a in a contract year, so I think he has something kind of technically to prove. He does. He, he definitely needs to show out in this game, especially after they lost the last one. He's he's got to bring it a game. It's got to be him. Got to be Zeke. Running the ball, but like I can say that that Packers defense has been a pleasant surprise this year. So it's not going to be easy. We got the though they who shall not be named from Indy Taking playing Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs. Going with Pat Mahomes, hard to bet against the guy. The guy's phenomenal. It's hard to bet against. It really is hard to bet against him. It really is. He's, he's on another. He's just on another level right now, man. I, I want to say I think he's on MVP level. Oh yeah, I could def- he's definitely in the running for MVP. He could be back to back MVPs. I think he's taken. I don't even think he's in. The, I don't think anyone's close right now. There, there, there's, there's not. He's, he's running away with it right now. Now we're in week four. Do you have a prediction of rookie of the year? Ooh. Actually, you know what? No, we'll leave that for our Twitter followers. We'll leave that for yeah, questions. Yeah.
Hey, it happens. Like I said, trust me, in the podcast world, that's happened many times. I've been doing shows. I've had, I've, had a, I've had a rough few weeks with some stuff going on, but uh, so I'll, I'll definitely come better prepared in two weeks from now. So uh, stay stay with us, guys, and hang in there. But uh, It happens. It happens. I've been your host, Jonathan Gruber. Um, you guys can follow me at Dude 32 on Twitter. Um, also, follow this podcast at 3 and Out Podcast one on Twitter. Um, Chris, I know you got some stuff to promote, so go ahead. Oh, yeah, definitely. Guys, you can follow me on Twitter, at MoneymakerChris, as well as Instagram, DCSportsFan86. Um, like I said, Jay, um, oh, my God. Me and Jay, we're going to um, do the Grand Slam podcast here tonight. You can follow our Twitter page at underscore um, Grand Slam podcast. You can follow us on there. Um, you can check out my writing on medium.com slash at Broken Money Maker, as well as patreon.com slash Chris. Um, I got products for sale, promoting my blog, the cash-in, as well as football and friends, uh, storefrontier.com slash writer315. I got stuff for sports fans, wrestling fans. I just put out some Halloween shirts for the people that um, want something cool for Halloween. Um, Teesprings.com slash store slash moneymakerchris. Um, I got some phone cases and mugs up on there. And... That's it. Check me out. You just put out some uh, Clippers and some Lakers shirts too. I do. Yeah, I got Clippers shirts, Lakers shirt. I got a Cap shirt. I got a lot. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Yeah. There you go, man. There you go. So yeah, people check it out. All right, uh, everybody, and then again, guys, hit us up with that uh, Twitter question. Um, Here in week coming up into week five, uh, do you guys see a clear cut? rookie of the year and again you guys can shoot us your twitter questions at those uh twitter handles who being dude 32 um three and out podcast one and then moneymaker chris right at twitter yeah at moneymaker chris yep that's me so hit us up with any questions you guys uh want to ask us hit us up with anything you guys think we should discuss and uh yes. we'll see you guys in two weeks that's right. We'll see you in two weeks. Peace out, guys.